What's up, guys? It's Alex here. Cue the intro. One day I'll actually have a real intro, but for now, it's my sound effects, guys, and I appreciate you guys listening. Um, and I just wanted to say shout out to Caleb, uh, one of my buddies that we went to high school with. We were messaging a little bit, and he's like, dude, I've been listening to your podcast, so um, it's keeping me motivated knowing people listen to this, and I'm going to keep doing it no matter what is a reflection on my journey, but um, real quick... Topic of discussion, I did a scientific study to determine whether or not hangovers can be cured by skydiving. So, you know, for several decades, you know, the scientific community has been inconclusive on, you know, determining if this is actually a a good remedy for hangovers. So, you know, Thanksgiving, uh, shout out Stephanie. Uh, She invited me over. She had family. I didn't even know she was going to be out here uh, by the Grand Canyon, but she was out here for Thanksgiving, invited me, and I got hungover. And as I'm laying in bed in my hangover, I'm like, fuck, man, I kind of want to do, I want to get over my hangover, and I want to make the most out of me being in Arizona. So what what did I do? I was like, you know what? I looked up skydiving. thought maybe the adrenaline rush could flush out the the adrenaline rush and just the, the sheer, like, magnitude of living life so fully, I would, I would get over my hangover, you know, cause maybe my body would be like, Oh, you're going to die. So we're not going to worry about making you feel like shit with hangover. So I, so I, I got, I did it and it was fairly expensive, but I highly recommend doing it. Um, and so I'm driving there. I looked at the pricing first, called ahead, of course, and I decided to go with the extreme package, right? The extreme package is Basically where you get the photographs, you get to go skydiving, and you get to pull the parachute and, like, guide the parachute as you're, like, steer it as you're going down. So you know me. I'm doing it extreme. That's how we fucking do things in general, everything in life. I just put it to the max. And we're driving there, and honestly, like, I talked to one of my buddies. He's like, oh, bro, I would never do that. That's so scary, blah, blah, blah. And so I'm driving there, and I don't really feel nervous at all. Um, A couple of my buddies – even after this, we're like, bro, that's crazy. Like, I don't have the balls to do that. And and I still love these guys. And I know these guys are – some of these guys that told me that are on to big things. But they, I, they asked me, bro, how are you not scared? Like, on the moments leading up to it, even the video of me, which will be on my Instagram and on the website, untamedtravels.com, um, I'm just kind of chilling. Like, I don't, even on the plane on the way up, like, you see my face? I'm, like, happy to be there. I'm not, like, anxiety panicking, though. And um, so uh, they asked me, well, how are you able to be so chill? And I'm like, dude, I, I just conducted like a statistical analysis, right? Like, yes, emotionally, you would be kind of scared to jump out of an airplane. It's not something normal. You're born with a fear of heights. But I decided to cut out what in psychology they call um, system one, which is the emotional kind of like automatic response system. And I decided to bring in system two, which in this book I'm reading, Thinking Fast and Slow, is the logical center of the brain or area of the brain that that can conduct, you know, is is less fallible than system one. System one can be tricked, right? Um, and then there's a bunch of studies that show it can be, just like if you ask a certain question. But moving on. Um, so system two, the like analytical side of the brain, I decided to focus on bringing that in, and I conducted a statistical analysis, right? 0.0007% chance of dying while skydiving. Um, you're 20 times, 23 times, actually, more likely to die in a car accident than skydiving, and I drive every day, and I don't give a shit. Uh, and same thing with mosquitoes. You're probably 20 to 40 times more likely to die from a mosquito bite 
as a human being, maybe depending on your region, that goes down, obviously. But but as a human being, I mean, I get bit by mosquitoes. I don't shit my pants. I don't worry. Uh, at a drive, I get behind the wheel. I don't shit my pants. I don't worry. And I'm like, well, if I'm 20 times more likely to survive this than to drive there, why would I worry? And I'm not going to lie, as I'm driving up, it was more excitement. And like my heart rate would increase because I'm like, oh my God, I can't believe I'm about to finally do this, cross this off my bucket list. I'm about to skydive over the Grand Canyon. The view is going to be fucking amazing. And so a couple times on the drive, I did get a little excited, not really scared. And leading up to it, same thing. Um, and actually, I just wanted to shout out skydiving instructors, at least the ones here, Paragon Skydiving, the Grand Canyon. Highly recommend checking them out when I get there. These are probably the coolest dudes I've ever met. Like, no homo, but, like, I've met different groups of guys in my life, right? Like, firefighters, you know, software consultants, um, you know, MMA, like, amateur fighters. Uh, I've met, like, different groups of guys, as we all have. But I'm telling you right now, there is no group of guys that has just the swag of fucking parachute of dudes who jump out of planes every single day, right? And I, I think this is my hypothesis is because they – think like they could die every every jump not just every day but every jump they do they have to look out and say you know i understand i could do this and i could die and they just jump out of a plane every day you know and they it, it's just it it true you're less likely to die skydiving than than um driving but it's still a pretty nerve-wracking thing it's a it's a come to jesus moment when uh, one last thing on me why these guys are really cool is because I, I I walked in I'm like yeah they're like oh you're trying to go skydiving man he kind of like patted me on the shoulder it's, it's, it's good charisma to him you know I didn't mind you know whatever dude I'm like yeah man I'm trying to do that and he's like he's like all right man we're gonna take these two guys up and then we're gonna come back and you're gonna and we're gonna jump out of a plane together and I was like hell yeah and he looks at the two guys he's like all right guys let's go get high and he throws up like the surfer chaka sign and he's like let's go get high and and then um, he's like, let's smoke some weed on the airplane, you know, like just jokingly. And uh, I was just like, damn, all right, these guys are chill, you know, these guys are chill. And uh, so, and obviously they didn't like smoke weed on planes, but um, it was my turn to go up and I suited up and the suiting up process was cool. He had to go over the instructions, especially on the pulling the parachute and the, the driving the chute and the hand signals and stuff, because you can't hear anything when you're in free fall. Like you can't hear anything. So there's like certain instructions like, hey, pull the parachute. And um, one quick note here, something that you should not do before skydiving is be dehydrated like I was when I was hungover. You actually shouldn't be hungover. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to give you more of a conclusive breakdown on why hangovers aren't good for, or skydiving is not good for hangovers <laughs> in a sec. But yeah, try to be hydrated because as the airplane increases in altitude, obviously it just gets a little drier up there. And uh, I chugged a White Claw before I did it. And do not do that because technically – um, and they'll say this in the tra like little training video is that you're not just a passenger, like a passenger on a roller coaster, right? Where your performance, you could pass out. It doesn't really matter. But on, when you're parachuting, like technically your performance can impact how the, the skydive goes. So, um, of course, I watched that video after I chugged a White Claw because I just thought, hey, yeah, chug a White Claw, be nice and lubricate the central nervous system before I jump out of a plane and pull the chute. You know, I want to be loose. I don't want to choke. Uh, <clears throat> Peyton Manning. <clears throat> Moving on. Um, so, so then, yeah, um, I'm on the plane. The plane's ascending, and I'm like, I'm excited, but I'm not really scared. Um, there was an oh my fuck moment when he kind of scoots me out, and my so these two guys, there's there's four guys on the plane, including me, and my pilot, who I got a story about this guy, uh, but basically, the two other guys are solo jumpers. They jump out, right? They're just racking up their jumps, basically, and. 
And uh, I see them going, I'm like, oh my god, they just get sucked out of this airplane, like a vacuum cleaner sucking up, like, just shoop, shoop, they're just gone, like, immediately. And um, I'm like, oh my god, like, this is actually, this is gonna be intense. And so, he scoots me, I'm trapped to this dude, in a, in a way that would be homo if it, if it wasn't skydiving. Uh, but he, like, kind of, like, inches me forward, and my butt is literally dangling off the plane. Like, I am only on the plane because this, I'm strapped to this dude. And I can feel my feet just, <sighs> like, being blown in the wind. And I'm, like, looking down, and I'm like, oh, oh my fuck. Like, it's, that, that's an oh my fuck moment. I still wasn't really scared, though, I would say. Like, I'd be honest if I was. It was more of, like, a adrenaline was pumping. I was excited. I was like, oh, my God, I can't believe I'm doing this. Even doing this now, like, I can feel the adrenaline kind of in my thighs. But I was like, holy shit. And then we jumped, and I'm not going to lie. Like, I couldn't tell my ass from my face. Like, we were – it was so disorienting when you first get sucked out of that airplane because, I mean, we were, we were – we did probably, like, a roll or two. I don't know. I, I did not know what the fuck was going on. Like, I, I didn't know which way was up, which way was down. Um, we got sucked out, and then he stabilizes us. He tells me, oh, yeah, yeah, you know, now, like, he stabilizes us, gives me the pat on the shoulder, which means I can do whatever I want with my hands. He, he jokingly said, yeah, throw up gang signs, you know, if you want while we were on the ground. So, again, coolest guys ever. And – um. So we're going down, and, and then we go to pull the chute, and I actually, like, I was kind of missing pulling the chute. Like, I couldn't pull it. Um, so I was like, oh, fuck it. But then he obviously, like, helped me pull it. So we pulled the chute. He gave me the, the the rings. And when you pull the chute, this is the first reason why it's not good for hangovers because, um, I mean, number one, your head, when you jump out of the plane, like, the pressure on your head is not good, right, for your headache if you're hungover. And the – jolt of the parachute like your stomach goes into your throat almost like not really that bad it's not that bad but it's a jarring it's a jarring jolt right like you're going from free fall to like stable like gliding and not very good for a hangover Uh, in the moment while i was skydiving i didn't notice it but when i got on the ground i was like oh man my stomach is worse and my headache is worse than when i went up (laughs) so but yeah in the moment though you're good so i guess actually technically skydiving if you were to skydive for maybe like I don't know, if you were to jump from, like, the stratosphere or whatever it is and just plummet towards Earth for a minute, you probably would have no hangover for a while until you, like, got grounded and then it would come back. So that's my scientific conclusion on on, on hangovers and how they impact or are impacted by skydiving. But, yeah, I was, I was taking the reins for a little bit. I was steering, and he said, yeah, dude, like, pull it all the way down your side, like, the, the rain. And, and when you do that, it, like, makes you do, like, a hard 360, and you're, you're going way faster again. And I was like, are you fucking sure you want me to be doing this? He had me wilding, man. He had me wilding on the steering wheel. I'm not going to lie. And uh, and then, yeah, and then we came down. We landed. He landed perfectly. We didn't even slide on our butts. He just said, you know, he did it so perfectly. He's like, yeah, you might have to slide on your butt, or you can just stand, depending on how the landing is. We just stood right up, gave me daps, and then there were these two girls that actually were total dime pieces, by the way came in while I was suiting up and usually total dime pieces like you got to walk up to them you know but these two like just gorgeous girls right walked right up to me and I'm not trying to like they're just gorgeous okay like the the bodies were rocking they they, they were just gorgeous but you know what really sets them to attend is because of the way they treated me right here and they they were not hollow girls right like some girls are like total dime pieces and they're like hollow as fuck right they're just and I'm not saying that out of a hatred. It's just, a lot of people have called me back from back home and said, "Hey man, like how's it going?" I'm like, "Oh, anyway, we gotta tell him." And then I say, "How's it going over there?" And he's like, "Ah, you're not missing much, man. Just a bunch of hollow people back home." And and I mean, a couple people have said that to me, and I can kind of see it. I try to be open minded. I know not everyone's hollow back home, but 
but I can see it's just the environment. It's the culture, I would say, of like city life uh, in general. Not everyone's like that, of course, but I would say predominantly. Uh, but back to these girls, man, they, they came up to me and Oh yeah, the first time they just, just sparked up a conversation with me, and I'm like, yeah, yeah, I started talking to them, you know, and they came to watch us land. And when I landed, um, they were like talking to me, oh, how was it, blah blah blah, like, what'd you think? And then they were like, oh, so um, now we can tell them, right? And I'm like, what do you mean you can tell me? And one of these girls took her phone out and showed me this video. My fucking pilot so showed me a video of this guy when they skydived the day before, right? The guy in the video is taking notes on the back of the plane. Right. And they're like, yeah, look at this guy. I'm like, what about him? They're like, this is this was your pilot. Like your pilot's first flight was with you today. And I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? Yesterday he was in the back of the airplane taking notes on how to fly a goddamn airplane. And the first flight is with me. I was like, oh, my God, dude, are you kidding me? But um, I'm alive. Obviously, I'm here. So no harm, no foul. Um, but yeah. And then and then we, we land. I get my pictures and stuff and the video. The video is great. And hangover was kind of getting worse. And, and these girls were like, hey, like, you should try to come up on the plane with us while we go up. Like, they started inviting me to shit, right? The, the one, I'm like, uh, I was just, like, kind of taken back. Like, you know, total dime piece. Like, I'm, well, I'm not, like, the, the fucking total dime piece dude. I mean, I think mentally I am. But, like, I mean, physically, if you look at the classic good look, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's not 100% Alex. Um, so I was a little like, what the fuck's going on? They're like, yeah, you should come on the plane with us. And then, and then, um. They were like, oh, well, uh, I'm like, I don't know. I got to get some food to eat, you know. And they're like, oh, well, you should at least get some food and then come back and watch us land, you know, and, uh, you know, like talk after or whatever. And, and I was like, I was like, like why the fuck? <laughs> I mean, like a couple times on this trip, girls hit on me, but they weren't total fucking tens, right? And um, I was just like, okay, like, I mean, I'll, I'll see. Like, I'll go get some food. And honestly, my hangover just kind of creeped up on me um, or else I would have came back because, I mean, whatever. But I texted one of them. And uh, when I'm going back to Texas, I might swing by and say hi. They were Texas and Ohio, but um, yeah, they were really cool, man. It was cool to like, I could tell that these girls weren't hollow, you know, just by the way they, they just, they just, I don't know, they just treated me really fucking cool. Maybe it's the glow you have after you skydive or something. I don't know what it was, man, but I mean, it was, it was a good time. Like, I highly recommend skydiving. If you're hungover, uh, make sure it's at least a baby hangover because it will be worse after you skydive, <laughs> like, if you throw up, um, you'll, like, it'll be a good laugh for the skydiving guys, but, like, I don't recommend it if you feel nauseous uh, at all, uh, but, yeah, let me just look at my notes, make sure I'm not missing anything, we've gone a little bit over on the podcast here, let me just double check my notes, um, oh, yeah, I want to answer the question, should you do it, should you skydive, um, 100,000%, um, if you're over 280 pounds, um, maybe try to lose some weight a little bit to go skydiving tandem because I guess tandem is like the max is 280. Um, but I like based on what I googled it, I'm not an expert, but yeah, 100,000 percent you should do it. Grab life by the fucking balls. Do the same statistical analysis that I did, or just take my word for it, guys. You're more likely to die driving, and I bet you still speed. I know I do. I bet you still speed a little bit. I bet you still tailgate every once in a while. I bet you still swerve in and out of lanes. That's way more dangerous than fucking than skydiving. Um, but skydiving is way more awesome. One hundred thousand percent. Like that is probably one of the craziest things I've ever done in my life. Um, my my goggles were a little too tight, so my face still kind of hurts. Uh, but honestly, one hundred thousand percent recommend it. And if you are get the chance, do it over the Grand Canyon because the view is like 
it's something that you should probably take a shit before you go because the view might make you shit your pants. Honestly, it's fucking amazing. Uh, but yeah, I think that's it, guys. See ya.